Welcome to Amuna is our future with Mashiach. Ah, we're here with the Mashiach, we hope. We're very optimistic. I apologize today if I look a little bit frazzled, but we are in the nine days and it's boiling. It's the hottest time of the year. And when it's hot, that means it's Erev Tishabov, usually. That's when it comes out in the Holy Land. They coincide, a very Bainam Mitzrayim kind of experience. We're in the straits and it gets hot, it gets intense. And what we have to do is we tune in together in this special time, Erev Tishabov. We have the opportunity to learn a bit about together the Mashiach. What does it mean, the Mashiach? What are we waiting for? What are we praying for? What are we yearning for? The most important thing is to yearn, is to want Mashiach. All of us need this Mashiach in our own way. But as a friend of mine once pointed out, we'll say his name publicly, Daniel Katz and other people around online, that we have to realize that Mashiach isn't just because he's going to save us on a personal level, even though there is an aspect of Nashigala, that we all have our own personal redemption. And they say even about Balichuva, people like myself, hopefully if we're doing it right, or the authentic Balichuva of old, however it is, that we're transforming all those things that we did wrong in the past, and we're transforming forming our being and our essence, even the food we ate in those old days that wasn't even kosher, that has no ability to be elevated. Shem, forgive me. We're transforming it into holiness. That's the power of, of doing tshuva. And that is in itself a little ma'ain of the final redemption. Every person himself can go on that journey. And even Rav Shalom Morish, Shlita, he should be well. Please God, we'll be having him here. And please go with our guests. Please God, coming tomorrow night at 11 o'clock. We invite you all to join us. I know there is some sort of uh, shutdown on social media for many people right now. And we understand and we respect that decision. But for us here with Rav Orish, as we heard with Rav Yosef Danil, we call him Rav, we give him a little bit of a smicha here today. I like to call each other rabbis. Some reason they call me Rabbi Ellie Goldsmith. I'm happy to just be Ellie Goldsmith. And I'm sure Yosef will be happy to just be uh, Yosef. But Yosef Daniel sat here and asked the Rav, what can we do? So the Rav said very clear, the vision of 2020. We just had Shabbos Chazan. We just went through the time where we're visualizing what does it mean, the future of the, the Jewish people in the world. As it, and we read in the Haftorah, Sion Mishpat Tipodneh Vishvir Besadaka. The Rav himself said that we have to be involved in doing good things, involved in sharing Amuna. He wants everyone, wherever you are. He even said that when you go to the barber, you go anywhere. Right now, we're not cutting our hair so much, but after the Tishabab, we'll go to the barber, give out a garden of Amuna to someone there. You can share Amuna, you're online. As a rabbi once said to me many years ago, and I asked him when I was in yeshiva in my more focused religious days, he said to me, I mean, I first said to him, why are you so much online? And he said to me, this is Times Square, Chabad Rabbi in London, in Edgware. He said, I have the opportunity now to put fill in on every single person that's online right now. That was his mindset, that he's sharing Amuna online. And that's together with what we're doing on all our Amuna channels in Brez of Israel. And that's part of the process of not only praying and yearning and wanting Mashiach, but to actually be part of that process to help bring Mashiach. And that's something we should all believe we have that power. As we know from the Rambam, the foundational 
Safer that everyone, thank God, is getting a bit of chizuk right now. Rav Huawei Jacobson's doing an f- amazing, awesome shir on a daily level. Recommend it on yeshiva.org, I think it is, over there, the, the yeshiva, something like that. And you look at Rav Huawei Jacobson, he's talking about the Rambam and he's giving over foundational understandings how before the Messiah comes, the Mashiach comes, we get to a level where we can almost reach prophecy. There's a certain awakening, and all of us have that power and potential. We don't underestimate ourselves we allow ourselves to reach new levels and that's the kind of vision that a person can have when you listen to Torah and you learn Torah you start to understand that there's a transformational power within the Torah even when you're not learning it itself is inside someone once said I think I said it here in our classes in our Muna classes together we spoke about the idea of Torah Mashiva's nofish it restores the soul so there's a certain spark within every person that's messianic that's Mashiachtic it's the spark of as it says in the Zohar, it's spread out in all the generations. And as we hear from this, just by doing staka, just by doing charity, doesn't mean you didn't even learn that day so much. Like we said, the minimum is a Shema. This week's Parsha, Veschanan. We have a little bit of Shema Yisrael every morning, every night. We have the opportunity to prepare ourselves and, and connect in to the unity, the unification, just by doing that. And also by giving staka, by giving charity. As the Rav said on his class, the Munna class, I want to make clear that we're in a process in this class. It's a process. We started off uh, many weeks ago about first having that self-esteem, having that inner belief. That was a big challenge during these three weeks, during this time we're in a more challenging time of year, especially now with the coronavirus challenge and it's heating up a little bit. Unfortunately, there's been a second wave in Israel, but fortunately I'm healthy and I'm able to sit here and please God, even though the Rav was away last week in Uman, trying to open up the doors a little bit so Jews can come there and other people can come there during Uman, Rosh Hashanah. But in the meanwhile, he's back, thank God, and he came back healthy and the Rav, Rav Elgrad also is going to be sitting here translating again and we have the opportunity for his daily halakhic shir and the opportunity for the wish series and all the other good things that are going on that we can be part of mishtatev and that's what the Rav wanted us to join together in these classes to understand that Sion, the, the, the place of Hashem's resting place, the dwelling place, the place which we're praying for as we put in the picture of our video of our, of our live feed for YouTube and we have our live TV feed for Facebook. We put the picture there, we're going to go and put it there for the Facebook one of the base of Migdash of this place, this dwelling place. Let's try and understand what it means. What are we wanting Mashiach so much for? What kind of unification does this mean? How is God, who's infinite, able to dwell in a physical world? And how is it our purpose to be able to bring that presence? And as we're saying here, that Sadaka, charity, is another part of that unification. There's an idea that when you give a coin, as Arya Kaplan so cleverly explained in his wonderful books, especially when he explained Rabbi Nachman, there was one of the most clearest explanations of Rabbi Nachman's stories and stories. It's unbelievable. You go to Arya Kaplan's, Rabbi Arya Kaplan's books, and you get a lot of inspiration. One of the things he says, you take a stucco, like a little coin, and you give it this little yud into, with your hand, into, by reaching out your arm, into a hand of an ani. And that in itself is a yud, the little coin, is, and a hay is the hand, and you're reaching out with a vov, and you're putting it in someone else's hand. So you're going to say, oh, but most of the time, say, for example, on our links down below, we have the opportunity to partner and you're going to press a few buttons or s- scroll a little bit and then tap on your phone and you do PayPal me or whatever it is you use. And you're going to be able to donate money without. But there's still this aspect of somehow some sort of action, which is like the yud or will rather you want to give this thing and then you give it through your hands into 
the action of however you're scrolling or whatever you're doing and into the bank of the charity that you're helping, the cause that you can partner with our Munator or you can partner with Rav Orish's institutions, which we have a tremendous appreciation every week. We have the opportunity to sit here and speak. You have the opportunity to do charity and to be mishtatev, to partner. It's not such a small thing. It's the idea, as it says in Kiddush, as we say every week, hopefully, and hopefully this week, I'm praying that my kids, when I say Kiddush, will be a bit more relaxed and we can have a nice Kiddush and everyone will hear the beautiful mitzvahs are going out of Egypt, going out this time of Bainam Mitzarim, we're going to Shabbos Nachamu. We've had the vision, now we're preparing to build that vision. We have seven weeks to build the vision of Pasha's Chazan and build it into reality. And once comes Tishrei, we're already hopefully, either we're in Uman or in here in Jerusalem or wherever we are in the world, we're Rosh Hashanah, we crown the king, we built that dwelling place for him. It says Rosh Hashanah is Gematria Beis Amigdash, just such an idea that Moshe Wolfson brings down. This idea that when we reach the climax of these seven weeks that we're now going to count through Tishabab and through Pasha's Nachma, which is the first one, all the next coming Pashiot, seven weeks till Rosh Hashanah. And that's a very profound time. It actually connects us into something so deep and so real. For example, the idea of Avas Hashem, Avas Yisrael, Avas to love Hashem, to love another person, as the Rabbanit wanted to point out that these masks we have, we have it here, let me just take it out. We have these masks that says to love. And we, the Rebbe wants everyone to know it really means to love everybody. That's really the, the goal. Whoever designed it wasn't me, but the point is that we meant to love everyone. That's really the, the inner as- aspect, because really, as we learned from Gedalia Fenster this week, and we put up his class on addictions through the eyes of Rabbi Nachman, we see the eyes of Rabbi Nachman is universal concepts, that it's, it's shaykh, it's connected to even people from all over the world who are struggling through recovery, through the 12 steps, to try find that inner essence that we said there's a spark of the Mashiach inside everybody. There's a spark of godliness, as my wife pointed out. My soulmate pointed out there's a spark of godliness that gives her strength every day to continue. That's what's giving and empowering her to do her mission in the world, and that's what empowering us all on a true level. Every person, some people are more in touch with it. We can all work and silencing. I was listening to an interesting class from Rabbi Twersky, Dr. Kwerski, or someone I recommend, on self-esteem. And he was saying he couldn't sit by himself silently in a jacuzzi kind of like hot spring thing for more than five minutes because he had self-esteem struggles. Even such a talented, special person with his personal life, he still had a struggle. So if someone on his level who was, you know, from big rabbi family and was now ahead of a big very famous recovery center and very important work, even him with all that um, authority and, and important importance that he had and the way he looks of his beautiful long white beard and everything. I don't know what he had then, but the point was he's a very like special person. He struggled with self-esteem and that's why he said all of his 50 books are just discussing one point of developing your self-esteem and and that's what we said, that's how we started off this time of Tamas and Av, that we should come out with an establishment that we have a godly spark within. This has to be the source of our esteem, that we are godly, that we're divine, as someone pointed out on Ben Shapiro's podcast. You know, I'm a, a big fan of his conversational abilities. He was just on Joe Rogan's podcast, and we had the ability to talk to someone who's so different. And it is the most popular podcast, apparently, in the world, Joe Rogan, and he lives such a different lifestyle, and yet they were able to communicate 
communicate and connect. And that's the idea that we're talking about this idea of charity, but it doesn't just mean charity of giving money or, or time or sharing posts like we ask you to. It also means to be able to communicate that when you give feedback, to join together, to have a, have a conversation. I appreciate people sending me emails. We have always have the email below. We have our question and answer for Orish. We want to hear your questions. We want to hear your comments. We have the opportunity, thank God, tomorrow night to have Shlomi Zionz. Shlomi Zionz represents this idea of unity of communication. He's able to communicate to everyone. And Ben Shapiro had on his podcast someone who was able to talk about how we're in, made in the godly image. Whether I don't know which religion this person was from. Uh, it sounded a little bit like he had a Jewish name, but the concept of understanding of godliness, of being able to tune in to the godly nature of another person, that is a foundation of the American of the whole establishment of America, even though they call it a secular state, but and they shouldn't mix it up, but there's still this, this understanding of respect and trust in God that there's a certain value system of godliness within each person, a certain respect. They call it the universe, they call it this inner force that they've rediscovered within, however it's defined in the, in the global terminology and universal terminologies nowadays. But the point is everybody in, on an inner level has to attach themselves to the Elokim in Mount Mamish, to that godly spark. And that is part of that preparation and that unification and that yearning and prayer for Mashiach to see that inner part of your being come out and manifest. Really the idea of Tisha B'av and sitting there, uh, hopefully it will be a day of joy, but if it's unfortunately still a day of mourning and we're on the floor in the lowest part of the of the creation, we're sitting underneath the tent of Ochim. We don't usually do mitzvahs at such a low place under this table that I'm sitting at right now, underneath. And we're mourning like the turkey under the tables Rabbi Nachman talks about. We're under that table and we go under, we go down and we go down with the Shekhinah of Hashem's dwelling, it really is a day of such intimacy, it's a day to really connect to the inner aspects of ourselves, not to use it to be sad, even though there is an aspect of sadness that we're in exile, and there is, like we spoke about, there's still me at Simcha, there's a reduction of Simcha, but we still have a certain essential aspect of Simcha, no matter what, of joy, and that comes from that recognition of who you are, and that you have the power, Stephen Covey says, to restrain yourself, as all the recovery world is learning that the self-esteem comes very much from the ability to have self-control, to be in control, and where's that self-control come from? Stephen Covey, I don't know if he says this, but it really comes from that godly aspect, from being able to turn yourself over to that higher power, and that really fits everything Rav Orish is talking about in our Garden of Amunah series, and thank God we've had our five guests already. We have to thank Hashem again. The amazing guests we've had, including Rav Algrad translating and Rav Raf Cohen. And you can once again can go to our website and check out all the latest classes. All the QA now is on our website. Breslov.co.il is there. You can get these wonderful masks and all the merchandise, all the wonderful svarim. You can buy all the books. You can buy all the Judaica. We put it up. We share you the links all the time, keeping you up to date with what's in and what, what's going on and up-to-date sales, opportunities to share a munah, more classes, more articles. Baruch Hashem, we have a great team of people writing up the articles of Ravosh and they ask to be mentioned and we're happy to share all their posts on a weekly level of inspiration and clarification in English so we can understand exactly what the Rav was meaning and also we have the QA like we said you can hear from the Rav himself. Rav Shalom Orish is 
allowing this to take place on a weekly level. Erev Tishabab. We're going to be tomorrow night, Erev Tishabab. where many people are going to be offline because of this recognition that there needs to be much more unification and much less hatred in the world, much more love. We have to cancel out that hatred. So we're going to go ahead. That's our path. And we're going to go ahead and keep sharing the Amunah. And you guys, even if you catch us after that time period, please share it on because I've noticed that our QA classes are growing often after the fact. They're, they're getting over 40,000 views, most of them, and it's an opportunity to really continue the journey because these points are universal. These points are eternal that we're discussing. These questions that you ask are so appreciated, every single one of them. So now, get back to the Rambam. What was his foundational point? This idea of animamin. It's a, it's a prayer, it's not just the understanding. People learn the Rambam very intellectually. But the Rambam was also a very righteous, righteous person beyond words. They say that there was no one like Moshe Rabbeinu like, until Moshe came, Moshe ben Maimon, the Rambam. And he came and said, Animamin. He had a, a beautiful Animamins of prayers, of statements of belief in the Torah and the oneness of Hashem and all these important um, foundational points of Amunah and comes out, one of the climax ones is, is believing, not just in the resurrection there, but the one before that is believing in the messianic redemption, the Mashiach as uh, Zusha, the band so beautifully sung Animamin, we're going to sing it one day hopefully we'll have Zusha sit here and they'll sing together with the Rav, Amunah Shlema and to have Amunah Shlema, to have complete Amunah, that Mashiach's going to come and even though he may take his time, it's an important point I didn't mention in the in the notes below but the idea of having patience of having Sablanut, as Rabbi Nachman says, Erech to have Erech to be able to be patient it's a beautiful Torah from Rabbi Nachman to take your time, to be real with the reality of the flow that Hashem has a plan and a process and to be part of that universal spiritual process of creation and even God forbid but that's what it is the coronavirus is part of that it's a reality we see it and it's unfortunately our friends some of our friends have suffered thank God Nissan Black recovered and we're praying for him to go ahead hopefully he's even going to do a tour in America talking about mid-August we hope that will happen and we're praying please God to have more guests like we have Shlomi Zeons who's going to come tomorrow night and he's going to sit to even though he's someone who travels so much, maybe some way he'll find a way to travel, but he's able, what most importantly is to bridge gaps. He's able to talk to all the different nations, and that's the kind of unity, a focus that we want together with our Muna teachings to have that unity inspires projects come alive together. We want to partner with everybody, not just the Amuna concepts, but the unity concepts, because it's something that's universal, that should bring everybody in. That that's the Rav's ultimate will, that he wants Amuna to go everywhere. And that's really the spark of Mashiach driving us all to bring a certain light to everyone around us. So we see everyone can do it in different ways. I we thank the doctors and the nurses, that they're bringing that spark of unification through all the kindness they do by helping people, even though it's at their own risk. And we thank them again. We thank them weekly and daily we should have them in mind in our prayer service to thank all the doctors and health professionals who are helping us during this crisis and we have to thank all the people that are doing kindness all the charity that goes on during this time thankfully they even though the booking business for me has been hard but says thank god other ways that hashem's helped and provided and he continues and that's part of our muna that we know that hashem there's always going to provide for us you know, no matter what struggle we're going through that all of us have the ability and hopefully to be able to give ourselves to give charity to give our time, to give our hearts, to give our soul. And that's another poem point, that Mashiach is a very 
deep concept. It's Mesiach. It's the idea of speaking of from from Mem Siach to speak, to speak out your dreams, to speak out the vision we had on Shabbos Chazan, and to bring it into an Achoma comfort, to bring it into a certain reality of Dira Tachtona that Shem's dwelling should come through speech, through bringing it into reality. There's a famous uh, person out there who says about dream your reality and speak the reality, make it into reality. Bring it alive. And Rav Arish talks about this all the time, that Ramuna comes together with our speech, and that's Mashiach, Mesiach. And this another concept of Mashiach is the idea that the Mashiach comes together with the concept of Shema Yisrael, Hashem Alekeinu, Hashem Achad, this week's Pasha, that it always comes out the week of, t- of Tisha B'Av and Einod Mavada, we tap in, even on the day of Tisha B'Av, we read the Kriya of Atta Reza Ladas, how Hashem is going to reveal Himself and to, to our knowledge, so we know Hashem in a very deep way, and it's going to come true, the Einod Mavada, there's nothing else Hashem, and then comes at the end of the Pasha, Shema Yisrael, and that's what we're going to say in the Shabbos, we're going to say, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Alekeinu, Hashem Achad, that minimum of connection to Hashem, that unification, like we spoke about time and, and soul and oneness, of unifying all the different aspects of our thoughts and our speech and our action and unifying everything we're doing to a oneness of Hashem, to take on the Omar Kishamayim. What does it mean? The kingship of Hashem. What does that mean? It doesn't mean like some scary all. It means to have that, that responsibility. And it's a good thing. Responsibility. I heard even Joe Rogan saying that people need to have responsibility. I heard for sure Ben Shapiro say, all the podcasts are saying now, there's even uh, Rich Roll was saying, <laughs> Rich Roll, first time I'm mentioning him here, he had the idea of responsibility, the, the, the understanding, the world's waking up, that people need to have mutual responsibility. We're together. Ravenzell is it. Where there's a certain aspect of Tikkun Olam going on all the time. And we have responsibility on all different levels. All of us can tune into that. And that is and a power that the Shema brings, that it brings, it unites these six weeks leading up to the seventh, these six words, Shema, 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 this Shabbos will be Shema. It's better really listen. I was speaking to someone this Shabbos. Just calm down a second. The Shabbos, and it was very like comforting to speak to someone who came from far away and maybe we'll bring him one day into the studio with his permission. We'll talk about his story, exactly what. But he was teaching me about the idea of listening and something which all of us can work on and really to tune into that oneness and that's part of the Tisha B'Av Avoda, Tuba'av, please God, we're going to put out an album so you guys can listen to the music and the inspiration and even before that right after Tisha B'Av we're putting out a single to start over, Torah from Rabbi Nachman to constantly begin again and again, fresh fresh, that's what we're going to, we already posted it on Moti Shabbos because you can pre-save it nowadays, you can save it and then it comes to you as it's released amazing with technology what you can do but the idea of this Shema of listening, of listening to the silence, listening to the peace, the quiet, of listening to another soul. I'm really trying so hard to work on this with my Shalom bias. It's one of the big advantages of this whole corona process. We get to be with our family much more. We get to listen to their souls. And that's something which may be slowing us down a little bit. We don't have to travel as much. Hopefully, I mean, personally, I just got my passports renewed for my, some of my children. Why? Because I want my children to have the option that if they need to see their grandparents, they can go. I have some grandparents in London, and it'd be very nice that we go there. But that, other than that, it's very unlikely that we're traveling anywhere other than for family, even for business, that everything, thank God, can be done through Zoom. I've been talking about it, Zoom chat. And that's something which I want to remind everyone out there. I was speaking to the, our friends in Toronto, that it's very likely that we're going to have to do the Amunator through 
a, a nice shift in this beautiful studio. That's once again, with thank Hashem, we have the studio with Rav Oresh. And please go, we we'll have Zoom interviews, Zoom meetings with the Rav. You guys can seek it out already. Someone already has. Hopefully, we're going to do it for what's up, this one with the Rav after our class. Just a few minutes to talk to the Rav and get some chizit, because this per- specific person deserves a shout out that he's been learning since the Rav came to America last on our last trip. He's been learning consistently all the things the Rav told him to, all the different books of Garden of Amuna with a Harusa with someone, a learning partner, and he's accomplishing uh, a seum. And we just had Rav Nachman, that's why we were just a little bit delayed. We had covered to his, to his shir. He was giving over Masechta's Erevin already, because he's already learned the whole of Masechta's Shabbos. People are learning Torah. People are accomplishing. And it's an amazing thing. All of us should tune in to the power that we all have to accomplish. And that, that we're going to carry on, thank God, of our live feed. I'm sorry, there was just some disconnection there on YouTube. But we're back, thank God. And that's the opportunity to, to Messiah, to finish parts of Torah, to, to be able to, and that gives us a freedom even during the nine days to turn these nine days into days of Simcha. That's the power of completing something in Torah. And all of you can take a book of Garden of Munah and make a little Siyam, make a little party. A Siyam means to finish, to Messiah, to complete, to have a certain experience. And that's going to be the Siyam of exile. The Siyam of exile is coming very soon. And it will turn all this darkness, turn around these nine days and all the judgment that goes on in the world, all that seemingly hatred towards the Jewish people and towards other cultures to turn it all around into love into truth into revealing that inner spark that we spoke about that godly spark and that spark of Mashiach that's within everyone Moshe Rabbeinu Mishpashet the cold door of the door his, his godly spark was Mishpashet and he has the soul of Mashiach Moshe Rabbeinu so he's in our pastures right now talking to us and giving that us encouragement as Moshe Rabbeinu's Tehillim it says one of the Tehillim of Moshe Rabbeinu 11 of them from Psalm 90 all the way till 101 is one of the climax ones, or 102, I think, I'm not sure. So we have the idea of Ibdu Hashem Basimcha. That's the idea of Tefillah Lamosha, all the way to Ibdu Hashem Basimcha. Moshe Ben himself wants us to serve Hashem with Simcha. Even during the nine days, even during Tishabav, there's a certain aspect of Simcha, of joy, of holding on to that godly spark and knowing that Moshe Benu and the spark of Mashiach and the Mashiach himself will be revealed on Tishabav. On the ninth day of this month of Av, and this week it's on a Thursday afternoon, they said that we say Nachem and say that Moshe Rabbeinu and the, the light of Mashiach is born. It comes out, that's why there's a custom to clean the floors and start, start to anticipate that this morning is over. That even on the day itself of Tishabav, of mourning for the temples and what isn't, what isn't revealed, the lack of unity and the lack of love in the world that comes out, we start to turn it around already on that day and see the ultimate redemption start to be born. So even if we don't see it manifest fully, but it's already beginning. It's the birth pangs of Mashiach and the idea of it coming into reality is already starting. So that's a big comfort to us. And that's why we have these seven Shabbos following Tisha B'Av this week. And we should take these words of comfort and internalize, should read the Haftorah. Like we had even in Devarim, even on Shabbos Chazam before Tisha B'Av, there's already a glimpse of just by being partnering and doing charity, doing involved in positive projects, getting involved in collaborations and having opportunities to be partner with us on our weekly classes and all our different languages and the opportunity to join together with Everyone has the power to bring more unity in their sphere of influence, how how they treat their people in front of them and their loved ones, their relationships, how they help different organizations, how we have appreciation, we have a mindset of gratitude. These are all things that we've discussed in our Muna classes, and these are keys to the redemption. So we should all together join. Remember, 
that we have the power to bring this ultimate unification that's within every single person that exists in this world, how the God is doesn't exist. And if they destroy it through evil, then they themselves stop to exist anyway. The evil destroys itself, they say. So we thank God, which has nothing to do with that. We're, we're part of the good people. We're part of the idea of goodness. And hopefully everyone in the world will taste that goodness and want to be, also be part of it. But it's our job to make sure that that goodness and values and truth and soul and oneness is more out there. When we do anything online, to have that in mind, to join together. So I'm looking forward to all seeing you all tomorrow night at our Muna Q&A class with Rav Shalom Arashlita and Rav Elgrad and Shlom Zions and we're very excited to see that energy of peace and unity come into our studio and with Messiah now we'll finish off please God the Gula Shlema of all of us together unified ultimately Mashiach Sekenu and please God this Tisha B'Av will be a day of joy and we'll continue that joy all the way till we're in the base of English all the world together Amen